0: tonight for the Edmonton Oilers to reel in the Colorado Avalanche in the series. Aldo Nova, we go old school to open one game at a time for the Edmonton Oilers down 3-0 in the Western Conference Final. This is Oilers Now I brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Edmonton, Colorado, 6 p.m. buck drop tonight. Let's get after jam-packed edition of orders Now. We will hear from Jay Woodcroft, Leon Settle, Tyson Berry, Zach Hyman, and Duncan Keith. We will also have Mark Spector join us today for an hour. SportsNet spec for the horses and horse racing, Albert Alive. Thoroughbred racing Fridays and Saturdays out at Century Mile. Free parking, free admission, and for more information... Uh, visit thehorses.com. All right. Uh, John Shannon will also join us on today's show. John Shannon at 1235 will have calls and texts and that sort of thing. At 105, your opportunity to participate. Spec in and around for about an hour as well. You can reach us in terms of being interactive with the show in the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. Get ready to rock out at the River Cree with Nazareth on August the 11th and Steve Earle on August Get your tickets now at RiverCreeResort.com. And you can text us. Ashley Fine Floors text line seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. get the new floors you've always wanted 143rd Street 111th Avenue or head to ashleyfineflores.com we're on Twitter at winners now you can tweet me personally Bob underscore and Brendan Escott at Brendan with two E's Escott with two T's our top story it's this simple do or die for the Edmonton Oilers it's been a great season a season with ups and downs the Oilers one of the four remaining teams in the playoffs but they have to win tonight to extend their season our top story for Legacy Heating and cooling whether it's heating or cooling you need get it with no payments no interest for a year that's how you build a legacy legacy heating and cooling we are going to head straight into the Oilers now audio vault opt today optional for the edmonton oilers the Oilers now audio vault brought to you by direct work featuring edmonton's largest selection unbeatable prices and customer service that makes you feel like family we will do our owners lineup report. We will tell you that Dylan Holloway left the ice fairly early for an optional for a rookie player. That is a sign of a guy that's going to play in the lineup tonight. Uh, Brad Malone, perhaps a surprise to some, uh, getting in the lineup along with Chris Russell as Edmonton went 11-7 and seven without... Without Kyler Yamamoto, not available tonight. Already confirmed from orders head coach Jay Wincroft. And, of course, Evander Kane suspended for a game. Let's get to it first. Jack Michaels with the call. Game 3 audio recap on Saturday night. Where the fans were stoked. They were pumped up. They brought it, and the Oilers brought it early.
1: The Edmonton Oilers looking to hold serve as Colorado did last week in game three of the Western Conference Final. And fans screaming for a two-minute minute on the ice call. There was none forthcoming. Hyman McDavid shoots and scores. 38 seconds in to game three. Edmonton won. Colorado nothing. The captain. Check and that's going to be a penalty. Kane just smoked Nazem Kadri into the boards, and that was a dangerous play. Kadri is crumpled on the ice. Kadri is up and skating under his own power. 91 has a five-minute penalty. I mean, at live speed, it certainly felt like a major because, Bob, that's a play... You can't make. Well, and, and you and I are parents, and certainly if our kids no, are on the ice, that's a scary play. He's getting
0: the major penalty. Yeah. It, but they are made that quick of a decision, it's going to be a major.
1: Here's Wes McCall. After reviewing the play... The call is confirmed. We have five minutes on 91 for boarding. Avalanche Knocked the puck down. chushkin from the corner. Centered. Redirected by Nurse and into the back of the net. What a break for Colorado. And we are tied.
2: And let's talk about that kill with Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Seven total minutes for the penalty kill out there and it holds up Ryan. Obviously you don't want to test it that much especially in one period but you got to be satisfied with the job. Well I mean obviously we're happy to, to get those kills. Uh, Gus try to stay out of the box. They get a lot of momentum off
0: their
1: power. So, obviously, you want to play them five-on-five as much as possible, but happy to get those close. Off the draw, wrist shot, redirected, and then scored by Natushkin Take had a shot, care him off a body in front, and it went right to Nachushkin. He powers it past Smith at 4.37 of this second period, and Colorado has its first lead of game three, 2-1. A draw, shot, and a kick save, Smith rebound, and what a stop he just made! Unbound Nachushkin! Flashing leather! An unbelievable stop! Ryan McLeod. Wrist shot, score off the rush as he entered the zone. The equalizer. We're tied. Two all. He game three. 2-1-1 on for Colorado McKinnon. Dishing off. What timer timer. What a save, Mike Smith. He robbed a chushkin of a hat trick. And likely a goal that would have put this game away. And now Bouchard. Power play is over. Bouchard loads. Fires off the post. The rebound cleared. And now Bouchard beaten to the puck. Comper shoots and scores off the rush five-hole. And the avalanche. A half-second From seeing it go to 3-2, Edmonton have taken the lead once more in Game 3 as Comfer fresh out of the box, able to beat Mike Smith between the wickets after winning a battle from Evan Bouchard. The Colorado Avalanche, shake off an early goal from Connor McDavid. And behind Pavel Francos, a pair of goals from Val Nichushkin and the tiebreaker from JT Comfort was 7 18 to play. Win game three and push the Oilers to the brink. All right, so that's where we're at right
0: now. And uh, just some quick thoughts on that game. Uh, Edmonton, the fans played a huge part of it right out of the gate. They got everybody going, and then Connor McDavid struck in the first minute. And I got to tell you, uh, one of the things that's occurred here is when Edmonton scored, Colorado seemingly had an answer. Well, they didn't have an answer, but they got a ma- major penalty, and it was—you can't make the play of Vander Kane made. It's—it's it's that simple. I know, as an example, that Brandon Hagel uh, had a similar play and only got a two-minute minor and a fine. I'm not surprised if Vander Kane got a major penalty. Uh, I will say, if you're the Edmonton Oilers and you're partisan of the Oilers, you're seeing. What about the point of contact on the head on Kyder Yamamoto that's now knocked him out of the last couple games from Landeskog? What about the slew foot on dry settle right in front of the Oilers bench by uh, Nathan McKinnon? What about one team having 14 power plays and one team having six? Colorado's been the better team through the opening three games. Uh, on the on the 3-2 goal, the sequence, I mean, Bouchard out there, he's going to take over the power play full-time next season. That's my guess. Bouchard ripped one in and hits the the post. They come back the other way, and he gets beat on a real nice play by J.T. Comfer. But he could have been bailed out there by Mike Smith as well. And instead that puck uh, swum through him. And, and, and Smith made some good saves, was terrific on the seven minutes that the Oilers had to kill in the first period. But at the end of the day, Mike Smith has an 879 save percentage in this series. And it's tough to win when that happens. And Colorado's good. They're, they've got a really good team. We know that. The Oilers have to win in the margins, and they're not winning in the margins because Colorado's got a greater depth. I mean, you take a look at the injury situation. Cadre's uh, obviously been knocked out of the series. Evander Kane suspended. And, and I'm going to throw this out there right now, y- your thoughts on the Kane suspension. Fair? Text us on the Ashley 5 Floors text line. For me, it's a, it's, it's a one-game suspension. It is. Has there been some missed calls? Has Colorado been an organization five straight years? They've drawn the most penalties in the NHL. Part of it is because they can skate, and they can skate at one through lines four. But uh, tonight, the Avalanche will play without Nazem Kadri. Uh, Burakovsky was on the ice today. They don't have Girard. Kemper was on the ice, but that's four regulars. uh, Theoretically, they could have out. Edmonton will not have Kane. They will not have Yamamoto, two players in the top six. And again, Holloway leaving the ice very early in an optional. uh, Pretty good sign that he is going to be in for the Edmonton Oilers. He's got eight goals and 22 points in 33 games. Brendan, before we go to some more of the audio here, just a thought. Uh, What do you think? Major penalty, fair call, and a uh, suspension for a game for the uh, Edmonton Oilers, Evander Kane.
2: Yeah, my instant reaction was one game. Uh, I think that the distance from the boards is something you got to take into account too, and that's one of those things, if you harken back to minor hockey and you see the stop sign on the jersey and you think about what's classified as a real dangerous hit, it's you know, three to f- four feet away from the boards, which is exactly what that was. And I get what Kane said post-game, i got to go in there with the expectation that Kadri's going to reverse hit me. We've seen that a lot, but uh, eh, big, strong guy overpowered him, and that's the end result. I can live with that
0: yeah I, I live with it as well i mean it was to me it was a major in game and i was not surprised it was going to get re- and he's not going to get the break i mean he's got uh, reputation and and frankly i i thought he might get two game suspension so uh, livable no question about it 780-496-0063 you can text us on the ashley fine flores text line uh brendan we have something going on today too that we should maybe tell the listeners three opportunities to do what
2: to win a pair of tickets to tonight's hockey game. So you'd better stick around for the three hours' worth of Oilers now today.
0: All right, so uh, we are going to do the first trivia question. At, let's see, we're going to do Shannon. He'll wrap up about. Uh, how about we do it? the first trivia question at twelve around 12.50? Uh, the second trivia question we're going to do at one twenty-five. And the third trivia question, we're going to do at 2.35 today. So, And we'll see whether or not I hold to it or if I completely forget, because you know what that can happen to. So we got a game, and it's do or die for the Edmonton Oilers. Jay Woodcroft, as we go back into the Oilers now, audio vault for direct work where says for the Oilers, they got to keep the pitcher small even while facing elimination.
3: When you've done it for... This is probably now, I keep saying three months, it's probably four months now. Uh, That's been the message uh, since February 11th. Uh, We walked in here, Dave Manson and I, and we joined uh, with Glenn, Brian, and Jeremy, and Dustin. And uh, I remember walking into that initial coaches meeting and saying, listening first of all, and then afterwards it was, we just got to win one hockey game. You win one hockey game, and then things take care of themselves. And I think if you think of the – you asked about compartmentalizing, that was the word you used. Um, That's chunking things down or breaking it up by pieces. And when you have that ability, which has been ingrained in this team since February 11th, uh, I think you feel good about your options.
0: That is Jay Woodcroft, the head coach of the Edmonton Oilers, who was also asked today, I believe by Gene Principe, On a hypothetical, and again, Dylan Holloway was off really early on a uh, morning skate optional day, a sign that he's a good chance he's going to play tonight, make his NHL debut. Uh, Jay Woodcroft was asked about what Holloway can bring.
3: Well, I think we have a lot of really good players available to us, Gene. Um, You're asking about one specifically, about a young one. I think, um, you know, Philip Broberg is a good example of a young player that has a lot to offer and he's healthy and available to us. Dylan Holloway is healthy and available to us. We have a lot of good veterans that are available to us, all of whom have put in the necessary work to be ready should they get tapped on the shoulder. What I like about that group, I've used the term that we're bullish on them, but they're a group of great teammates. They're as happy when the team wins if they're not in the lineup as if, as if they were in the lineup. we got a lot of really good people to choose from. We're going to make the right choice tonight. All
0: right, Edmonton, and uh, we'll get uh, at around uh, 12.25 or so to projected lineup. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl, meanwhile, was asked today uh, who on the team needs to elevate uh, when somebody like Evander Kane is out of the lineup did a little
1: suspension. Yeah, we've done it all season. Uh, next man up mentality. Um, you know, we got enough great players on our team, on our roster that can fill in and uh, that will come in with with energy and and do a great job tonight. So I'm I'm
0: not too worried. And Tyson Berry, meanwhile, says that uh, for the Edmonton Oilers, people said, "Well, you're they're in a loose as a goose position now. Three nothing. Nobody expects them to come back, but." Tyson Berry says playing more loosely isn't the answer.
1: Yeah, I don't think you want to. I, I mean, we got we just have to, we have to play the best game we've played all year. We have to, we've got absolutely nothing to lose, you know, nothing to save it for. I don't think loose is the right word because these guys are, uh, you know, a team that can make you play if you're, you're playing too loose and, and making mistakes. But, yeah, we're uh, backs against the wall. Good group of guys in there, and we'll be, uh, you
0: know, we'll come up with everything we have tonight. And meanwhile, Zach Hyman provided a, a little bit different perspective
1: on where the pressure's at right now. I think everybody's kind of counting this out, so there's no pressure on our end. I think all the pressure flips to to Colorado. You know, they're expected to win now, obviously being up three nothing. So um, for us, you know, it's, it's just get one, get one, and then go from there, right? I think, you know, we're a team that's faced adversity. We've talked about it all year long. So, um, you know, I think that. Uh, we're a confident group still. I think if there was ever a team that could do it, you know, I, I believe that this is the team, and uh, it starts with one.
0: Meanwhile, Duncan Keith, he's got experience on a team rallying from three nothing down. Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks won the Stanley Cup in 2010, the first of three cups they won between 10 and 15. They played Vancouver uh, and the, in 2011, and the Canucks got up three nothing in that series, and the Hawks roared back to force a Game Seven, and if not for a Chris Campoli turnover. Uh, maybe the Hawks would have been one of those teams that, roared, you know, ended up coming back from three nothing down. And that, Vancouver won Game Seven at home uh, in uh, overtime. It was Alex Burroughs. Canucks went on to Stanley Cup before blowing the series against the Boston Bruins. Here is Duncan Keith on the first steps when you're down three nothing in a series. You know, it's going to start with one win, and
1: uh, and then carry it from there. Um... You know, so it's uh, it's a tough challenge, but uh, I think the, the opportunity also is, uh, is an exciting challenge too.
0: All right, uh, there you have it. Uh, and we'll have some more audio in the final half hour of the show. Uh, Bob Stauffer and Brendan Escott with you on a game day. When we come back, we'll get to the Oilers now. Lineup report as best we can uh, speculate in NHL today for elite promotional marketing. You're listening to Oilers now. Let's go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist, head to ElitePromoMarketing.com, here's Brendan Escott.
2: Well, let's recap uh, what happened in Tampa yesterday, and that was uh, them cutting New York series lead down to 2-1 with a win on home ice in the Eastern Conference final. Game four from Amelie Arena tomorrow night. Tonight, it's your Oilers trying to extend the season. 4 o'clock face-off show, 6 p.m. puck drop here on Chad. Evander Kane, of course, suspended for that one. Patrice Bergeron, the Selkie Trophy winner, the forward who best excels in the defensive aspects of the game for a record fifth time for the now, 36-year-old Yes, actually received a fourth-place Selkie vote. Uh, Canadian's D-man D- Chris Weidman signed a two-year extension. And the last Oilers jersey that Wayne Gretzky ever wore just sold at auction for a record-breaking $1.452 million. It was his 1988 Stanley Cup jersey. It's now the most valuable hockey sweater of all time, passing Paul Henderson's 1972 Summit Series sweater. That sold for 1.3 mil. And the Oil Kings split the first two games of the WHL final against Seattle over the weekend. They lost on Friday night, rebounded 5-4 last night. Luke Prokop in on four of those five yep. goals, had two of them himself. So now they shift down to Kent, Washington for games three and four. If uh, if it gets past that, they're back here in well, Edmonton will, for all three.
0: It will get past that because it's tied 1-1. It's there best you go. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and... Uh, games 5, 6, and 7 are in Edmonton because uh, Seattle can't get their building for game 5. And so, uh, no matter what, we're going to get a, 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 at least one and possibly more games here in Edmonton the rest of the way in the WHL Championship Series. We're going to talk about uh, a couple pretty interesting things coming up a little bit later on on today's show, including Jesse Puliarvi. John Shannon will join us. Uh, we'll set the lines a little bit later on during the course of today's show. Stay with us, it's a game day. Uh, The Oilers trying to stay alive. Uh, We'll head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell.
1: Oilers now with
2: Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.